All right, well, let me go ahead and read the passage. We're in Ephesians chapter 2 and 1 to 10. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Okay, I just wanted to say that this observation phase that we're in right now is for your own personal study. You know, we're going to be going through a lot of things and putting up a lot of information. And and naturally, if you were teaching this passage, you wouldn't give all of these observations, but you would use this to prepare your own heart and prepare your own study. Don had passed out a handout where he put the verses in, sorted them by um, phrases, how is, how is this helpful? Yes. Yeah, all sentences can get pretty long. Yeah, actually, um, these one to ten is one is one sentence in in, in the original. Um, so, by laying it out like this, you're able to see different different phrases and better see um, the better see the better see the meaning, and it helps to see. All right, this phrase goes with this part of the verse and it helps you, helps you see. Um, in fact, you can also take, like that handouts that you have, in fact, we're going to pass this out here at the end, but you can take and use different, different colored pencils to kind of mark and see, all right, he's repeating the same word in this section and this section, and um, it just helps to be able to get a better idea of the... Um, passage and the, the meaning. And, and that's why sometimes you might be reading along and you, and you think, um, this verse really goes with the previous chapter or, or these couple of verses at the end of the chapter really go with the next chapter. Like, um, in, just to go down a real quick rabbit trail, go to, go to John chapter 2 and verse... 24, well, I started at 23. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. And then verse 1 of chapter 3, now there was a man, and you see how 
the last paragraph of chapter 2 is, is closely tied with chapter 3 and, and probably should have moved the chapter up to before verse, verse 23. Um, so, you know, you can, um, in your study, you can look and, you know, the, like this ESV version that I'm using right here is divided up into paragraphs, but sometimes you may think, does this verse really go with this? And um, you can sometimes even change it because the, the paragraphs and the verses are not, are not inspired, the, the numbering. Um, but getting back to, to what gives us a hint that verses 1 to 10 is, is a paragraph? Okay, and what, what, what are some of the ideas? What is the... <laughs> yes. Okay. Grace. Um, there is grace in, involved here. Yes, definitely about grace. Um, but there's one other marker that shows that this is a paragraph. Um, notice in verse one, we have the word walked. And then in, in verse 10 at the end, we have walk too. So we see that there's a walk in both the beginning of the passage and also at the end of the passage. Yes, yes. Yes, um, verse 1, and you were dead in the trespasses and sin in which you once walked. Now, yeah, some versions have live or, yeah, um, <laughs> okay, um, let's go back on the, on the course. But, you know, going back to context, you, you know, that um, like of chapter 1, 3 to 14, talking about the, um, the, the praise of his grace, you know, that's repeated a, n- a number of times. And so now, after he thanks God in the prayer of the second half, now he starts talking about about that grace, but now this paragraph in one to ten it, it can also be divided up into two parts two two subsections. What are the two the two subsections that this um, paragraph can divide, can be divided up into well one thing it talks about I don't know if it's death. okay death and life. Death and life. And, and why why do you say that? Well, because the against before. Okay. Before it was so, you know, all of mankind is included in this in this section, um, yeah, both yeah, Jews and Gentiles. Yeah, we we kind of covered how how did we walk? How did we live? We um, we, we put that we followed the, the world. We followed the prince of the power of the air. Um, and we follow the spirit that is work in the son in the sons of dis- disobedience. And then in and and what when it says children of wrath, what is what is that meaning? Um, I guess it, using different translations is probably confusing us. But um, in ESV, when it says children of wrath, it means children who children who deserve wrath. You know, who are going to re- are going to receive wrath. Um, 
in verse 3. How did it say we, we lived in verse 3? Okay, we, we lived according to, you know, like in, in this, the NIV it says, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and, and, desires and, and thoughts. Whereas the ESV says, passions of our flesh and carried out the desires of, of the flesh and mind. So, how, how would you summarize this, this section then? Sorry? Very, very negative. What are some phrases that you can use to summarize this first three verses? Hopeless. Okay, good. Un- undeserving. Good. Yes. Deserving death. Um, if you are into are into zombies, you can say that we were the Walking Dead. Where, where was the business about? In verse two, where it, the NIV says "used to live," but in but the ESV has you, you you were walking. Okay, you followed the idea of walking. Yeah. Uh, live the walking dead. Right. So. Dead in sin, walking in sin, the, the walking walking dead. So, what, anything else in this in this section here that that we need to look at? John, do you have anything that we, we missed here? Uh, no, nothing other than the fact that uh, you heard about the word, uh, the, what is it, the world, the flesh and the devil, the ways of the world, the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now working you, that's uh, the devil, uh, gratifying the uh, cravings of our flesh, following its desires. The world of flesh and the devil. That's the uh, uh, enemy. That's what we. Uh, that's what we by nature do, and uh, that leads us to condemnation, wrath. We're dead. What did you say, dead? Are you dead? Hopeless. You're hopeless. What? How? What do you mean by dead? That's good. Non-eternal. Non-eternal. You're you're dead as far as God is concerned yeah. because you don't have any relationship to Him, no power from Him, no relationship to Him. You're dead. Yes, everybody, all of us. Okay, um, in verses four to ten, there's a change. There's a change of subject. One to three was you, us. What is the subject now in verses four? Four to ten. God, right? And how how is God God characterized? Yeah, there's a real sharp real sharp contrast here, and when we move into verse verse four. Okay, how is God characterized in this in this section? Okay, good. Great love and, and rich rich in mercy. And who are the objects of, of his love? Us. Okay, so there, there's a series of verbs here that, that God God does. What are the things that that God does? Made us alive, good. Raised us up. Seated us with, with him in the heavenly places. 
saved us. Okay, good. And what was the purpose of, of God's activity here? Okay, good. That God would show the immeasurable riches of, of, of his grace. Okay, that's right. In verses 5 and 8, there's a phrase here that's, that's repeated. What is that the phrase? Okay, good. By grace you've been saved. Go ahead. We were dead. We were condemned. So we have been made alive. We have been raised up, resurrected. We have been seated uh, in the heavenlies. Yes, I was going to ask about that. No, 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 good. Um, what are all these activities these activities done in? If, if I had to say all of God's actions are done in fill in the blank now. Good, Joy. In Christ Jesus. <laughs> now go ahead. <laughs> what, what's, what's its relationship to Joy, going back to um, your question about righteousness, let me just read you 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of, righteousness of God. So there's a Christ takes our sin and then we receive Christ's righteousness. Okay, so... Going back to the phrase, by grace you've been saved, that's been repeated in verses 5 and 8. Why do you think he does that? What is he trying to accomplish? It's, yeah, he's emphasizing, you know, he's putting, putting like, a, like a bracket around and saying, here, look at this. This is what, this is what God has done. Okay, so just just to summarize here on, on these three phrases where that says, this is not your doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works. It shows us what part we have in this. You know, it, it's, all, it, it's all of God. And, and the results are that no one, no one can boast. Now, we go to verse... We go to verse. We go to verse ten here. What is the four there? What is what is the four showing? I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Um, no, it, 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 it wouldn't be a preposition. But you're right. It's, no, you're right. You're not. It's not a preposition. It's a conjunction. Substitute another word for it. No, I was just going to say. Um, our time is getting away from us, and Don has a little something else to for, tell us about next week. But quickly, how, how do we summarize this this section here? What what phrase do you think would kind of capture, or a couple of phrases would capture this section here? Okay, by grace you've been saved. Good. Yes, God's God's gracious gift. God's work of salvation. We're alive in Christ. Um, 
Yes. So if we kind of kind of summarize this, we could say that we were once dead in sins, but God made us alive in Christ by His grace to walk to walk in good works.